Numbers 21 verse 7 to 9. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpent from us. And Moses prayed for the people. Next verse. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fairy serpent and set it upon the pole. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is beaten, when he looked upon it, shall live. Verse 9. Let's read verse 9 together in concert. One, two, three, go. And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had beaten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18. And then we'll preach from there. For the preaching of the cross, can we read this together in concert? One, two, three, go. For the preaching of the cross is... It's the power of God. Glory to God. I love it. I love it. You have it in TPT. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us who are saved, it is the power of God. Do you have this in TPT? To preach the message of the cross seems like sheer nonsense to those who are on their way to destruction. But to us who are on our way to salvation, it is the mighty power of God. So, not outside of us. When you see Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, a bishop, that he says God is able to do exceeding abundantly far above whatever you ask or think according to the power that works within us. He's talking about the power of the gospel. So the power available to you is premised on the revelation of the gospel that you know. You didn't get it. The level of power available to you is premised on the, the revelation of the gospel you have committed to memory. That's it. Amen. This, this morning, I want to end this cross position season two today and subsequently next, next month we'll, we'll get into all the teachings. Um, but I just want you to bow your head for a word of prayer this morning. Father, thank you. Send the kind of unction that makes teaching and preaching easy. Do your bidding in this house. Be glorified. Let your people be edified and let the devils be terrified with mighty transformation. In Jesus' much less name, and everybody said, Amen. On your way to your seat, tell your neighbor, I believe. One more time, say, I believe in the finished work of the cross. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Hey, Mandela, can you bring this stand down for me, please? Quickly. Quickly. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So I have a pulpit there and then I have a pulpit here. Fantastic. It's fine. Thank you. This works. Thank you. It was too low, but it's fine. Glory to God. I start every morning and every time showing you these. Uh, the, the purpose of theology is for Christology. And the purpose for Christology is for soteriology. That means I read my Bible to know about Christ. Once I know about Christ, what it brings to me is salvation. Salvation is not just accepting Jesus into your heart. Salvation comes with the blessedness of being in Christ. Salvation is the gift that keeps 
keeps on giving and the cup that never runs dry. The reason this introduction is important to you because it's also important for Bible study. Every time you read the Bible, you must be looking out for Jesus. In Jesus, you have not read properly because Jesus is the Word of God. The Bible is a book. The Word of God is a person. That's why your Bible can fall to the ground, but the Word of God cannot fall to the ground because the Word of God is a person. So when you read your Bible, what you should be looking out for is look for Jesus. His death, his burial and resurrection should be your concern when you see the scriptures. Jesus speaking to them, he says, you search the scriptures for in them you think you find eternal life. They are they which testify of me. That means the whole Bible is pointing towards Jesus. The whole scriptures is talking about Jesus. The letter kill it, but the spirit gives life. So until you see the spirit of Christ in scriptures, you would see anthropology, you would see philosophy, you would see sociology, but you will not see Christology. Until you see Christology, then soteriology, which is salvation in Christ Jesus, is then released to you. Is then released to you. The Bible, the content of the Bible is Jesus. Jesus plus nothing. That's the scriptures. So until you see Jesus, you have not read properly. What makes a church gathering a church gathering is not because they read Bible. What makes a church gathering a church gathering is that they read Christ. Because you can gather and read Bible and not read Christ. This is why I say to you all the time, don't go to a Bible-believing church. Go to a Jesus-revealing church. Go to a gospel-preaching church. Go to a grace-message church. Because you can read the Bible and not see Jesus. So don't threaten the devil with your big Bible. He has a bigger copy. The devil is not afraid of the size of your Bible. The devil is afraid of the revelation of Christ that you know. Oh God, I got to say that again. The devil is not afraid of the size of your Bible. The devil is afraid of the revelation of Christ that you know. And unfortunately, like I say most times, every time you want to hide something from a believer, put it in the Bible. If you want to hide something from an African man, put it in the book because we don't like to read. We just like to shout. We, we are a microwave generation that just wants to say amen, amen, and keep it moving. We don't want to be involved in the process of learning and understanding. And the job of the believer is the job of understanding learning and then learning the knowledge of God's grace. So we, we, if you see the New Testament prayer, is that that we may know, that we may know my people are destroyed for what? Not lack of prayer. Prayer is good. Not lack of fasting. Fasting is good. But lack of knowledge. So the depth of your ignorance determines the strength of the enemy in your space. The devil likes ignorant believer. So the devil doesn't have a problem with you getting saved. Oh, that's a good thing. But now that you're saved, he will like to keep you in ignorance because you cannot act Access what you don't know about. So he doesn't want you to know what God has done in Christ for you. And the devil's strongest trick is trying to get you to pay for what God has already given to you freely. But because you do not know, you pay a premium price for what God has already given to you freely. I'll show you an example. He said to Eve, if you want to be like God, no, just eat the fruit. Guess what he did? He actually now stole Eve. And Adam and Eve fell big time because they went to do something else. That he shouldn't have done. So the devil is in the business of trying to steal your identity from you. The devil knew that if they eat this fruit, finally they've missed it. So the devil is not trying to... The devil doesn't come with knives and cutlass and, you know, those um, African magic um, picture we have, horns. The devil is more subtle than wicked, more crafty than dangerous. 
He's more corny than So he will come and steal the knowledge of God's word. And that's why we need to know God's word. The Bible says in Timothy, I wish that all men be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So you can be saved. But until you come to the accurate, precise knowledge of the truth, the devil can mess up with your life. So God wants us to know. How do we know? The Bible says, study to show thyself approved. A workman that needs not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15. Rightly dividing. So it means that you must be conversant with the word of God. Jeremiah says, I heard your word and I ate them. That means you must, you must have a relationship with the word of God. You must know the Bible. You must understand. You, if you can be a child of God and you don't have an appetite, for the word of God. You are a child of God. You wake up in the morning and it's 9, it's 10, 11. You get to 5 p.m. in the evening and you have not read the scriptures and you are comfortable. Something is really wrong. Something is really wrong. You have not spent time with the word of God. Something is really wrong. And this church, you are an inexcusable generation because there's Bible study on IG life every day. One chapter, we do that every day. Are you aware of that? 9 a.m. We do one chapter trying to teach the word of God. And not just teach, but rightly teach the word of God. Because you can be mighty in scriptures, horrible in dividing. You can be mighty in scriptures, but horrible in dividing. Understand it, what thou readest. So the people who quote the scripture and don't understand the scripture that they are quoting. Ever learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. So 2 Timothy 2.15, give me in the Amplified, AMPC. AMPC says, study to be eager to do your utmost to present yourself to God, approved, tested by trial. A workman who has no cause to be ashamed. Watch this, watch this. Correctly analyzing and accurately dividing, rightly handling, skillfully teaching the word of truth. So if you can accurately analyze, that means you can, be, you can inaccurately analyze the word of God. And the Bible cannot mean to you today what it did not mean to its original audience. So you, you don't take the word of God and say, you know what, let's, let's open to John chapter 3, maybe verse 15. Say, okay, what, what, how, how do you feel about it? Then once I say, you know, when I read it like, um, when I saw the scripture, yeah, the, the, what, that's it. Oh, you don't do church. See, what, what just came to me is, you know the way, no, 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 no. It's not what came to you, it's what came from the scriptures. So we don't create our truth, we align to the truth. So two of us can read one verse and have different interpretations. Somebody's not well or both of us are not well. The Bible has a voice and it should speak. It's called exegesis, not insegesis. Insegesis is me taking my thoughts and then trying to substantiate it from the scriptures. Exegesis is when the Bible speaks. I'm asking, what does this mean? Let it speak to you. And that comes from accurate dividing the word of truth. Orthotomio, that's the word in Greek. Orthotomiology. Thoroughly dividing the word of truth painstaking season of finding what does the scripture say what were you were you in church on wednesday did you see the visiting did you see the visiting did you, did you see it it's properly dividing the word of truth so the bible is not just meant to be read it's meant to be understood it has a voice understand bible language in the light of the person of christ because he is the word of god and one of the ways to accurately divide the word of God is cross-position. That's why I'm teaching that. So some things get to the cross. Where's my crossman come? 
Sorry, your hands are exercised. So some things get to the cross and they are obliterated. Animal sacrifice on the cross. He stopped at the cross. What other things stopped at the cross? Talk to me. The law, thank you. The law stopped at the cross. Baptism stopped at the cross. Sacrifice stopped at the cross. But there are some things that when they get to the cross, they do not stop. They are changed. Giving changed at the cross. The cross did not stop giving, but the cross changed giving. So from the cross position, we don't give to get. We give because we have received. Are you listening to me? So from the tick, check your seed. If you are suffering, check your offerings. Come. There's nothing like that. The percentage of the New Testament is generosity. Let each man go home and think what I want and I'm willing to give to God. Take your time to think through it. So the, 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 the percentage of the New Testament is what? Generosity. God loves hilarious generosity. That's what the Bible says. So from here, it's not, you must not calculate it. So giving from the cross is not religious obligation. It's responding to the love of God. Are you listening to me? So it changed. It didn't stop at the cross. It what changed at the cross. You, you, get, you, get, you get what I'm saying? And somebody accused me, say, no, what of baptism, 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 no, no. Baptism, what was the purpose of baptism? The purpose of baptism was to point Christ. So after Christ was baptized, baptism ministry should have closed. John chapter 1 verse 25. Hold up a minute, sit. Sit, I'll call, I'll call you back. And they asked who, his name is John the Baptist, and said unto him, Why baptized thou then, if thou not be Christ, you are not Elijah? Neither are you any of the prophets. Watch me. Flow, flow with this. John answered them saying, I baptize with water, but there is, but there standeth one among you whom ye know not. Next verse. He it is who coming after me is preferred before me, whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose. Next verse. It's baptizing. Why was John baptizing? There was a purpose of John's baptism. When purpose is not known, abuse is what? Inevitable. Next verse. He said, the next day, John seared Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Next verse. This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. Next verse. And manifest. So the purpose of baptism was for the identification and the manifestation of Jesus. To identify Jesus. Four guys, come. Four of you. All of you, come. You join. You come. Four. Five. Therefore, I am come baptizing with water. Watch this. This is the purpose John was baptizing. Are you seeing this? This is the real purpose because there was a prophecy that in the baptism of Jesus, of Jesus, there will be a sign. So John was waiting for Jesus to come. He wasn't sure who the Jesus was, but it is said that in water baptism, once you baptize this individual, something remarkable will happen to identify him. So John brought Mr. Judiah. He put on for water. One, two, three. He waits. Not the album. Get out. 
So brought the ah, see wear white shirt. See? Be like um, it's from a good house in Israel. So John was waiting. They put him one, two, three. In which get out. Pastor, the way this guy be small, but mighty. If he be round, if he be round, if he be round, he go one, two, three. Nothing happened. Ah. That he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore, that is the reason. Therefore means that is the reason I am coming to baptize with water. That means there is a purpose. I am doing water baptism. I want to find that man. Who is the son of God? Come. And Nazarene, put down. One, two, three. Get that. Waka like Jesus now. You are the Buga. We stay there. It's okay. By the time he got to Jesus, when John dipped in the water, the third time the Bible says the heavens cracked open. Something descended on him. It is not dove that descended on him. It's not dove like a dove. That means they couldn't describe it. So it could have been a white flock, but like a dove. Now you now go to some churches, you see, Holy Spirit there, you see dove. On top of, they'll put dove for front of the church. Don't run full church streets. Don't put dove. Say, it's the spirit convention. The Holy Ghost is not dove. Like a dove. You'll go some house, you'll see front of the house, see dove. We leave for man. Say, this is the whole house of the Holy Ghost. Stop it now. It's English like. So when that happened, that's how John knew that, okay, this is, that was the end of baptism ministry. But John, no, hear what? Because he has seen the Christ. That's why as Jesus approached, he says, now behold, things were already happening differently. That, ah, uh, this guy coming is different. Okay. I'm believing this is this. And when that happened, give me John chapter 3 verse 30. See what John said with his mouth. He must increase and I must leave this stage. But John went to prophesy to Herod's wife. Now they kill him. He had no business doing that. Because his ministry ended when he identified Christ. Jesus even gave him the highest score in the Old Testament. Jesus speaking, he says, from all the prophets in the Old Testament, none is as great as John the Baptist. Who didn't perform one miracle? He didn't call fire from above like Elijah. He didn't open the, the seas like Uncle Moses. He just identified Christ. So your greatness in the kingdom is premised on your revelation of Jesus. Not how much fire you can call from heaven. Because some of you, the way you judge men of God, he gets shunted by in the vex, in the in the true way, Abi. The guy is strong. They call name, they call number, they see, they see. Ah, now strong man. No, you know him by his ability to reveal Jesus. That's what makes you great. Don't worry, they've not scored, they've not marked our script now. Who will see Jesus? Who would know? 
There's a marking scheme. So call great men of God. You may not call my name. No problem. I'm not writing my exam for you. Morish there. There's people who are shouting extra sheet, extra sheet. Did you go to school? Extra sheet, extra sheet. You will not see the exam score. You say, ah, but this guy, they shout extra sheet that day, sha. Wait till you write. Dust, nonsense. You see what? So we've been sharing, and I think you need to go, go to the YouTube channel of the Logic Church. It will help you. We've been sharing on things that stopped at the cross and things that continued from the cross. Cross position. One of the things, my crossman, come again one more time, sorry. Sorry to bother you. One of the things that changed at the cross is praise. Praise and worship before the cross and praise after the cross are not the same. Before the cross, they praised him for creation. After the cross, we praise him for redemption. Because redemption is the highest level of God's creation. Oh, yeah. Oh, so when God did redemption, there was nothing else for him to do. Oh, my God. I'm not saying if you praise him for creation, it's bad. I'm just saying that those of us, for instance, who are doctors, glory. Glory. Dr. Becky. Dr. Flourish Peters. Dr. Dickness. Noniwanji. If you put our CV and you put our secondary school level or you put our nursery school level, you are right. If you don't put the doctorate, you didn't get to the, the apex of our... So when you praise God for creation without pay, praising him for redemption, you they play. You never really... You never taught him. Because this is the highest of what he created. Redemption. The zenith. This puts all of us in one WhatsApp group. So we don't praise God for miracles. We praise him for the cross. This is why I was always frustrated in every Thanksgiving service. Because people will not come Thanksgiving. You know those Thanksgiving testimony? This year, oh my God, God outdid himself. Oh! I came, I didn't have a car, not two cars. Oh! And now, a house. There is a brother in church who, who didn't have a car, who trekked to church. There's a brother in church who had nothing to eat. So when you are giving that testimony, he feels disenfranchised. But once you start praising him for the real things, I thank you, Lord, because all my sins are forgiven. That one consigned all of us. Thank you because now we are now the redeemed of the Lord. He consigned this year. I came to this church single, but now... But there's a sister in church who is still single. He feels like God is not blessing her. Not knowing that you are praising for the wrong reason. You are praising for creation. You are not praising for redemption. Because when we praise for redemption and for redemption, he puts all of us in one place. All our sins are forgiven. Thank you, Jesus. Accepted in the beloved. Thank you, Jesus. Called out of darkness into the mind. That's how we pray. For somebody say, I hear you. preaching good psalm 9 1 and 2 psalm 9 1 and 2 i will praise thee o lord with my whole heart i will show for all thy marvelous works two 
I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. Give me eleven. I sing praises to the Lord, which dwelleth in Zion. Declare among the, the people his doings. Now doings, now they come from oh, doings. See the guy get doings. We don't praise God for doings. We praise him for donings. He has done it. Yes. He done it. Bad English, good preaching. You get the boy? Done it. We praise him for what he has done. Not the doings. What he say you will do, that is what you will do. No. What you say you will do, that is what you have done. That's why we worship him. So from the cross, he changed. A believer always has a reason to thank God. That's why it says in all things, give thanks. Because he's telling you, eh says this is the will of God uh-huh. because he knows that concerning you yes because you, you have something to be thankful to God for perspective there's something to sing about sing about no shadow you will light up mountains coming after me oh the overwhelm now reckless love So there's always a reason to praise God. That means you can lose a loved one and say, Father, thank you. Especially when the person died in Christ, Father, thank you. I'm grieving, but this person is not lost. I've gained the person in glory. Thank you, Jesus. I enjoy the strength of the Spirit. They shot my account, but they didn't shut my relationship with you. I still have you. Once this becomes our perspective, nothing can steal your joy. Nothing can steal your joy. Nothing can steal your joy. But once your joy is... Let me tell you. If you don't understand this being single, you will not be happy when you are married. You'll be putting pressure on the man for fulfillment. Marriage does not fulfill you. Only Christ does. If you don't know this when you are trekking, you will know this when you have a car. Because as soon as you have that car of your dream, you will see the new type. Then you, you enter the rat race again. Oh God. Oh, this new one. Oh, this. And as you do it, they release a new model. Hey, hey, whoa. Hey, they look me less, less. Now, the old edition I get, I need a new edition. You enter that rat race until Jesus satisfies you. Nothing else can satisfy you. Because there's an itch in you that only God can scratch. There is a void in you that only God can fill. There is a space in you that only God can sit. Every other thing cannot. Cars and riches are good. Houses are beautiful, but nothing compares to the love of God. He is the gift that keeps on giving and the cup that never runs dry. The king immortal, invincible, yet available, reliable, God dependable. That's how God is. Man, God is, God fulfills, God, God, God satisfies me on a different level. And this is what is how you should live. Like a wound that won't heal. Like a heart that won't mend. Like a bride and altar without a groom. Life is meaningless without Jesus. Meaningless without Jesus. Man, you, you want money, you have money, but you will not discover that money comes with a lot of sorrows without Jesus. 
all of sorrows without Jesus. So until you understand this, your praise will change. That's why I have found, apart from people like MVP, Gerard, um, um, who again, yes, Neona, who again, who, thank God for SMJ, thank God for Sinach, thank God for Eben. There are some few guys that I can now listen to because our Nigerian songs are transactional songs. If you're not doing for me, oh, God, do one for me, oh. Lord, don't pass me by, you. Oh. He bought out my bread, he sugar my tea. Now, so, so wonder, Jesus, they do. What are you talking about? He's the bread. He's not buttering your bread. He's the bread of life. So, we sing songs that, they, they, they don't make sense. The reason they are not globally sung is because they don't, the, the, <laughs> it's not the gospel. So when you sing it in America, like, oh yeah, what are you talking about, though? God gave you water to drink, really? We got water, though. <laughs> like, yo, you, yo, you prayed for Nepa to bring the light? <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't need your God. If that's what your God can do for you, then they don't need your God. So there is a level of praise and thanksgiving that a believer should engage in, that even your richest unbelievers will be looking and say, there's something you have. It's called the joy of salvation. It's called joy unspeakable. That means you are driving the same car with them, but your car is looking better than their own because when you drive it, glory sits on it. So the car don't give you value, you give the car value. I told one guy, I don't believe I'm driving, I said, lease your car, give it to me, and let me drive it. You will see a different glory in your car. But as I sit on it, the glory of God will rub off on it properly. The paint will be shiny. The tires will be black. The interiors will be sparkling. Never know anything. So those things don't define me. I gave it. Defin- I gave it definition because I am the one with the glory. I am the one who carries Christ. Glory to God. You know the donkey that they put clothes on the ground for the donkey to walk on? The donkey will be deceiving himself that they love the donkey. No, it's Christ that you carry. So they didn't put the clothes on the ground for the donkey to ride on. No! They put the clothes for Christ. So any donkey without Christ not get level. You see what I'm saying? That's it. So our praise. Give me Ephesians. Give me Colossians 1 verse 12. You know, before you give me Colossians, you know the song, Oh, oh Lord my God, when I... Wait first, wait first. Read it now. Did it describe Thor for the reason of God? Watch out. I see... I hear... I thought that God be that too. I'll be taught they describe for this too. The universe displayed. This guy was praising God from outside of the Holy of Holies. So he couldn't see Christ, he was seeing creation. This is how you praise God for creation. We don't praise him for cre- we praise him for redemption. The Inago then sings, My soul, I say. Today, if you don't know the song, come to Jesus. How great thou art! See my love, very strong. How great thou art! That's the chord. My Savior, today. How great 
got it in the second verse. Put the second verse. See? And when I think that God his son not sparing this is redemption. Sent him to die. I can take I can't comprehend the love of God. That's what he's singing. Continue. He says that on the I feel the anointing now strong. My body gladly buried he bled that's redemption now Pastor Kraft you get it now to take and this is the one that we should sing then sings my soul Oh my God. For my blood speaks better things. My blood speaks of redemption. Think about, think about my blood. Think about redemption. It is what I've done in Christ for you. For the benefits are mind-boggling. But in this season, the heavens are open now. For they've seen me as their redeemer, not just their creator. Says the Spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh my God. Oh God. Oh God. She be the pedicos kibida. Obabon de posi kiberis. For the speakings of my blood are amplified over your life, says God. Bekundo vikidish kobadaris. Fiki pendu tu fi penenata. Bokogi gabadi heroes is for the part of the Your seat, we're just talking. Your seat, we're just talking. 
Let me show you praise after the cross. Give me Colossians chapter 1 from verse 12. See, see, watch, see how they praise God. Giving thanks unto the Father which has made us to be partakers of the inheritance. This is how we do thanksgiving. Do you see? And has translated us into, that's your reason for praise and worship. Do you see that? Into, who has given us redemption through even the forgiveness of sin. That's how we praise God. I think David even got it one time. Psalm 103, let me show you something. I got to run. See, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Next verse. Bless the Lord, O my... Uh, uh, keep it here. You see? Pastor Flores, you are wrong. There must be benefits. That's why we praise him. So if he benefits us, we praise him. If he not benefits us, we reduce the praise. That's it. We lock up. Forget not all his benefits. Can you see that? Church, can you see that? Can we see the benefit? Give me verse 3. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Number one benefit. Salvation. All your sins are forgiven. First benefit. Quintessential. Pivotal. Foundational. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all? thy diseases thank you Jesus so when a believer says thank you Jesus that's what he has in mind thank you Jesus his redemption look at his name and say thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus glory to God glory to God you know the blessed assurance Jesus is mine Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste. That's our song. Of glory divine. I'm an earth of salvation. Purchased. Purchased. God, don't buy me. Come off for market. My life is not for sale. I'm born of his spirit. I'm washed. And this is my story. This is my soul praising my Savior. Why am I praising my Savior all the day long? Because of blessed assurance. This is my soul. This is my. This is my story. This is our story. The story of the believer praising my Savior.
and the wrongs is the message of the gospel so gospel is not just a genre it's a message so you can call yourself a gospel singer but you are singing the law uncle retire go sing secular song you are god but you are singing the law you are packaging law to people i don't want to sing some songs because some of them are your fans you are fans of it let's not do that Cast me not away from the presence. Get out. Draw me. He's in you. How close can you be? I I come in 
to the holy of how did you leave uber or boat who took you out who, who took you out I come into the holy of holies. I come in. We cut to the blood of the Lamb. Lord, I, how did you leave tomorrow again? I come in. We, we dwell in the holy of holies. We dwell by the blood of the Lamb. Ooh. Now there we they live now. We are the holy of holies. Let me show you scriptures. In the Old Testament, he inhabits the praises of his people. After the cross, inhabits the people of his praises. Oh, think about it. Let me tell them over here. In the Old Testament, he inhabits the praises of his people. In the New Testament, he inhabits the people of his praises. Psalms twenty-two verse three. This is where I came from. But thou, Lord, inhabits the praises of your of the people. So every time we praise God, every time we praise God, He comes and He sees our praise. Praise is way to invite God. <laughs> I carry and come. Now follow come. See me see God. Jesus is here. Flourish is here. Flourish is here. Jesus is here. One time it was a particular guy in Unilag. <laughs> I've said this already before. Let me just say it again. Every time he'll come to my fellowship one, he say, Ah, ah, brother, brother, flourish. Come to our own. Come to our own. Our own fellowship. Ah, come, I see. I'm like, this guy always comes to my fellowship. Let me go to his own. So, let's see, we come around. So, we're praying. Pray. Finally, I pray. And now we held on to a prayer. So, I'm just praying, Father, thank you. Oh, Father, thank you. Then, once he's like, you're highly, highly, I say, ah. I say, Brother Kola, what's this? He say, prophecy time. Ah, wait. Ah, wow. Florigi, Florigi, I wait. Kylie, 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 run around. I am here. I say, is that what she wanted to prophesy? When I came, I carry and come. So you destroyed chair to tell me say Jesus is here. You didn't see me when I walked into this place. I carried God. If you don't have prophecy, you not tell us you don't have prophecy. See God here, yeah, I carry and come. Food is inside me. I'm completing him. I'm in him, he's in me. I'm in him justified. He's in me glorified. A prophecy, one prophet who told my auntie one time, You are pregnant. Yes. You will give birth to a boy or a girl. I said, No, I'm Aphrodite. <laughs> no, no. A boy. Which one did they give birth to again? A tortoise. Give me Ephesians. Let me show you Ephesians. Watch this. In whom he also are built together for an inhabitation of God through his spirit. That means God has made you. Ay. No, 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 no. In the Old Testament, eh, Master Craft, there's outer court. There's inner court. Then there's holy of holies. That's what you see in some churches where you now have barricade. The people who are in that place are usually wearing white with bell. If you need that day, God day. This is just an elevated stage that you can see me from behind. God not there yet. You carry and come, he did there too. It's just dedicated as a, as a platform to preach the gospel. So the Holy of Holies was the special one. Give me this in TPT. 
Hey, can you see this? This means that God is transforming each one of you into the Holy of Holies. Hey! If you not shout something, they do you. Hey! God is transforming each one of you into the Holy of Holies. That means you are not the outer court of God. You are not the inner court of God. You are the Ark of the Covenant. through the power of the Holy Spirit living in you. Hiya. Hiya. So when we do praise and worship, we are not doing it to invite him. We are doing it because we have him. We are where? I just want to be where you are. Where you go? How you come out? Dwelling daily in your presence. I don't want to worship from afar. How, how? Who removed you? Get born again. Glory to God. You know, before the cross, there is Hosanna. After the cross is hallelujah. Because Hosanna means come and save us. Hallelujah means he has won the victory already. Oh. Hosanna was the triumphant entry. Hosanna in the highest. You know that song? Yeah. But hallelujah means he has won the victory. Give me one. Give me one. Let me know where you are. Won. So that's how you can say hallelujah. You have won. The victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those are, those are our songs. You have won it all. You have won all for me. Death could not hold you. Death could not hold you. You are the prison king. You are the reason. She let it Never find Hosanna after the cross. It's not in the Bible. Hosanna is before the cross. But if you find Hallelujah, you find it in Revelation. Hallelujah for the Lord. Go. Revelation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God said to me, angels have better voices but they can't sing about redemption. Adams, you know, they can't sing all their blood of Jesus. No. Jesus didn't die for them. When we gather like these angels are taking notes. This is the university of angels. They are wondering, ah, wow. They are, they, are looking, they are trying to look into the things that we know. They can't sing about redemption. They only cry holy. Holy. Lord God Almighty. Simple. They don't know. When they see us, they're wondering, wow, see what will Jesus die for.
the last thing I want to do today before I close is before the cross, you obey to get. After the cross, you believe to get. So obedience in the Old Testament is believing in the New Testament. It is really good stuff. Obedience in the Old Testament is believing in the New Testament. So in the Old Testament, you obey to get. In the New Testament, you believe that's how you obey. Think about it. One little thing. You ob- Exodus 23, 25. Let me show you how you get healed in the Old Testament. And you shall serve the Lord. And when you serve the Lord and your service is good to the Lord, he shall bless thy bread and water and we take sicknesses from the midst of thee. So if you don't serve him well, you go collect. First Peter chapter 2. For who his own self bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto, by whose stripes so how do you get healed in the New Testament? By believing in what God has done in Christ for you. Do you see that? So that's why we are not called doivers. We are called believers. We don't do to get. We believe to get. We believe. We're not called doivers. We are called believers. What does the believer do? The believer believes in the finished work on the cross of Calvary. That's how you got saved. Romans says, with the heart man, he says, give me verse 9. nine verse 9, 9, 9, 9. It says, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart. What is that thing that you are believing in the heart? That God raised him from the dead. Resurrection. Thou shalt be saved. 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto soteria. Simple. That's how you got saved. You know why this thing is important? Colossians 2 verse 6. Colossians 2 verse 6. As ye therefore, as ye have therefore received Christ. How did you receive him? Walk ye in him. So the way you receive him determines how you walk in him. So stop saying, it doesn't matter. Let, let them just be saved. No, no, no. Anyhow, even if they, stay, they are saved by fear of hellfire, it doesn't matter. No, 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 no. If they are saved like that, they won't have a good relationship with God. Because they think that salvation is fire insurance from hellfire. Salvation is not fire insurance. It's not a threat message. It's a love letter. If you want to clap, clap well. For the Bible says it's the love of God that brings men to repentance. You understand that? You get that? Let me show you something as we close. Glory to God. So to the believer, we live by believing because believing is living. Oh God. To the believer, we live by believing because believing is living. One more time. To the believer, we live by believing because believing is living. It's your believing that changes your behavior. Before God, your believing is more important than your behavior. You think your behavior is more important to God. No, your believing is more important to God than your behavior. Because your believing will change your behavior. When a child of God is acting out of character, you think he has to do more. No, he has to believe more. Religion will teach you now they have to do more. No, not do more. They have to now what? Believe more. Because belief will change your behavior. Your behavior cannot affect your believing. One is position, one is situation. Your position will change your situation. But your situation cannot remove you from your position in Christ Jesus. Your situation cannot undo the finished work. 
but your position can fix your behavior. So tell the believer to believe more. But you say, no, there are some things you are not doing. What do you do? We do by believing. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So it's the believing that brings conviction. Conviction is from the Holy Ghost. Shame is from the devil. Conviction controls behavior. Shame accuses your identity. Conviction draws you closer to God. Shame makes you hide from God. God will never shame you to change you. Oh God, that's good stuff. God will never shame you to change you. No, that's not, that's not God. God will not expose you. Oh, you are not glad. I'm so glad about that. That God will not shame me of righteousness. So the Holy Ghost does not convince the believer of sin. The Holy Ghost convinces the believer of righteousness. Takes you back to the penthouse where you fell from. That's why it's called repent. Change your mind about God. Repent. It doesn't bring you down. So as a child of God, when you sin, the Holy Ghost doesn't say, look at you now. You don't need for granted now. See your life now. Every day, every day. As you know the word now, see your life for granted. No, that's not what the Holy Ghost does. The Holy Ghost picks you up and tells you you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And restores you back to your penthouse where you fell from. It's like seeing the Prince of Wales or any of his children in a nightclub in England as a whole gets drunk. Somebody from not Buckingham Palace, pure breed. Say he's drunk and then he, he, he constituted a nuisance in, in, in London. You now go and arrest him. Just go to Australia far. The best you can do to the prince is that you bring him to the palace. So, yes. So the Holy Ghost does not have the right to judge you against your mistakes because he knows that God has already forgiven you. So his work is to bring your mindset and bring you to repentance where you fell from. You feel him? He brings you to where you fell from. God will not shame you to change you. So your believing is more important than your behaving. So if you want to fix your behaving, check your... This is really powerful. If you want to change your behavior, check your believing. Because your believing will fix your behaving. I'm teaching good teaching good we change your behavior let me show you my text and then we'll close glory to god numbers 21 verse 7 to 9 numbers 21 7 to 9 for we have spoken against the lord and against thee pray unto the lord that he take away the serpents because they will be beaten by serpents yeah from us and moses prayed for the people next verse watch this and the lord said I need everybody to see this. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fairy serpent and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is beaten should fix the place where they are beaten. Everyone that is beaten should kill the snake. Everyone that is beaten should tie rope on the leg lest it kills them. Everyone that is beaten should look upon the brazen serpent on the cross. Ah, wait, that we explain to you now. You know, you know how we are all, especially at this place, all these classy, you know, women, you're know, all together lovely, like Moji and Cole, all these guys. If you put rat here or cockroach now, it will shock you. 
It will shock you how this chandelier. There will be chaos here. Have you ever seen that prank where one guy says, ah, where my snake when I can enter this bus? Everybody else, this is my bus stop. <laughs> I come down. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? This is God saying, it's big python is coming to bite you. He's saying, don't look at the python, look at the one that is on the cross. Now, wait. Oh. The one on the cross is not a live snake. Because if it's a live snake, you can tell the one on the cross, talk to your guy now. Make you know they near me. Use our snake language. The one on the cross is a brazen serpent. Iron. Inanimate object. God is saying, don't try to fix your problem. Look at the cross. For the preaching of the cross. To them that perish is foolishness. But for those of us who are saved, it is the power of God. Hey, Bakata. For the preaching of the cross to them that perish is foolishness. But for those of us who are, it is the power of God. Don't try to, it says if you are beaten, don't try to help leave him. Leave him. See, there's a snake there. He says, when you think, don't look at the snake, smile. Look at the cross. The one on the cross is dead, but has power. For the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisest of men. So in the Old Testament, they had to obey to live. In the New Testament, we believe to live because believing is living. When you stop believing, you start dying. Because some people died that day because they did not look. And it was not God who killed them, but they did not believe. Do you know why a snake? I believe strongly, flourish Peters. I can stand a lion. Once I just see the way it moves, I'm irritated. Lion, I'm sure I can stand a lion. But maybe that's why I don't like corny crafty people. Because I like you come direct at me. Come for me. Come to full chest for me. Yes. Because that's how we come for you too. I don't know. I don't go out. I don't beat. I don't go around the corners. I tell you, you keep it moving. All the best. So once I see snake like that, ah, so do you know what it means? The snake has beaten you. The reaction naturally is to hold the place tight. But God is saying, leave it. Heaven doesn't help those who help themselves. Heaven help those who admit that they cannot help themselves. That we may boldly say, the Lord is our helper. He said, don't, don't, leave it, leave it. Because some of you, as you live here, as you get to the car, you may get a message that looks like a snake. Don't start reacting. Start believing. But I have another one. This is where that song comes from. Lift Jesus higher. Lift Jesus higher. You know that song? Lift it higher for the word to see. John 12. And we've made the praise and worship song. Give me John chapter 12. 32, I believe. John 12, 32. And if I be lifted up from the earth, we now change it to praise and worship. As we sing to the Lord today, as we, as we lift him up in praise, where are you lifting him to? He will draw 
your miracle to you. He will draw. We come to draw, draw, draw. You want to draw? That's it. If I be lifted up, I will draw all men to me. So let's lift him up so that he can draw us. Is that what he say? This scripture means if I be lifted up, I will draw all judgment as a sign that once you lift me up, I will remove the venom of the earth. Oh, that that serpent caused in the garden of Eden. I will remove the venom that the serpent did in the garden of Eden and I will take it to myself. So it's not praise and worship song. See the next verse. Give me the next verse. This he said signifying what death he should die. This he did not say. He said praise me like this. It's the next verse. Just the next one. This he said signifying what death he should die. That means the reason he said that he was saying I will be hung high stretched wide and when that happens I will draw all the judgment to, I will take the venom that that serpent did in Genesis chapter 3 and released upon Eve and Eve gave to Adam I'm going to suck it out when I go upon the cross that's what he was saying give me John chapter 3 verse 16 we're closing for God so loved the world that he gave you can't read for God so loved the world. It means that there was something before now. Like you read therefore, you want to read before. So I have taught you this. In the Old Testament, they, they obeyed. In the New Testament, we believe. So obedience in the Old Testament is what? Believing in the New Testament. So we don't obey rules and regulation because the regulator lives inside of us. If we believe the regulator, he starts doing the work inside of us. This brother wanted to stand up. You want to shout? Don't worry, calm down. You can't see they do you. If you can shout, it's fine. Yeah! <laughs> so we don't obey rules and regulation. We believe in the regulator. He comes inside of us and he starts doing the work of the what? Regulator. We believe. That's how we obey. Because they start teaching you all those if and then. If you don't do this, God will do this. If no, no, no. If you don't believe, you just believe. Not do. We are not doers. We are believers. The cross changed that. Give me John chapter 3 from verse 14. Watch this. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Give me verse 15. And whosoever not whosoever look it. In the Old Testament, they look to live. In the New Testament, we believe to live. Because believing is living. I'm preaching good. I'm preaching good. In the Old Testament, you look to live. In the New Testament, you believe to live. Because believing is living. He says that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. 16. For God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. The, for, the famous for God's soul of it. comes from that serpent that he has taken the venom of the world. And if you believe in him, you will not perish. That means once the snake starts coming close to you, what you do is, I believe. I don't know about you, I really do believe. I really do believe. Someone asked me, how are you going to build the logic nation with all the things? I said, I believe. 
I don't know, I just believe. Some of you were born with silver spoon. Your daddy was the governor. Your uncle was the commissioner. Some of us know we will be born with no spoon. We started feeding with the hand of God's grace as a child. And all I have done in my life is I believe. In these two years plus of the Logic Church, I have no Godfather, people of God. I have no bishop, no pope, nobody, no in-law, no cousin, nobody who's my sponsor. All I do is I just believe. And if I can believe, it is the currency in the spirit. The Bible says if you pray, believe. It didn't say if you pray, pay. That means I don't have to pay for everything. If I believe, God knows how it's going to come to me. I don't know whose word this is. This afternoon, God sent me to tell you, if you can just believe, stop trying to fix yourself, stop trying to pay everything, stop trying to lobby your way into rooms. If you just believe God is a gentleman, he would open doors for you. I don't know whose word is this. How are you going to have your baby? I believe. How are you going to build your school, DDNN? I believe. How are you going to come into the Billion Flow Logic Church? I believe. How are you going to build a house? I believe. How are you going to marry? I believe. How are you going to pay for that? I believe. My job is to believe. My job is not to know how. I just believe. Mary said, how shall these things be? Since I know not a man. The stranger of God said to him, how the power of the Holy Ghost shall overshadow you. All she said was, be it unto me according to your word I don't know who you are every time God sends a word to you that seems unbelievable what you do is be unto me according to your word I believe God for the impossible I believe God for the billion flow I believe God for the church estate I believe God that we are coming out of struggling I believe God for everything if he said it he will do it morning morning I'm not going to fret myself I will keep looking believing unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher I don't know whose word is this I want you to walk out of your seat look for five people tell them I believe I believe I believe I believe I believe say one more time I believe I believe I believe I believe I believe I believe shout it I believe I believe I believe I believe I believe I can hear you say I believe I believe I believe I believe I believe Scream it, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. I believe I can have the job. I believe I can own the estate. I believe the logic church can, can come into our property. I believe for impossible things. I believe God for Abuja this evening. I believe God for London. I believe God. I don't know if I just believe. I believe. I believe. Where's my top? I believe my belief. Bring it, bring it, I'm done. I believe. I believe. I believe, God. I just believe. 1 John chapter 3 from verse 20. Let's close. 1 John 3 from verse 20. It says, for if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart. Master Craft. He now says in verse 21, Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence. That means condemnation shouldn't stop us from coming to God. Twenty-two. Uh-huh, I said it. There was something wrong with this message this morning. See now. 
and whatsoever ye ask, we receive of him because we keep his and do his come keep it for me and do those things that are I said it. This guy don't talk since I know see he gave it to you get to do to please God. Father, I want to please you, your side, Lord. With Qatar. I said it, see now. We must keep his commandments and do the things that please him. Oh God, I feel the anointing. Give me verse 23. Let's see the commandment. This is the commandment that we should. This is the commandment that we should believe in the name of his son Jesus and love one another. I hope with these few words of mine. commandment how do you please him believe in the name i believe yeah.